Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies. That's us. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at Black Law Podcast. Email us at blacklawpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me personally if you would like to touch me um, at I Am Dan on Drugs. Nobody wants try to touch it. you. Try Shh. it. Yes, try it. Please. No, nobody wants. Shit. Dan has oh. herpes. Oh. Look, I got her peas, his peas, all kinds of peas. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so today we are discussing family matters and not the Steve Urkel kind. <laughs> we are going to discuss a little bit about uh, custody of them children there and uh, how you can get custody of your children, especially for you fathers out there. Because, you know, I feel for y'all brothers, man. Y'all want to be in y'all kids' lives. For real? And your baby mother's acting like what? a, acting you, like you a straight up. You talking about 1%? Straight up. Acting like a straight up ho ho out here. No wait, one one percent uh, of the nah, men man. out there. All all the men no, want to be in their children's life. One percent. One one percent. Every 1%? man wants to be in their child's life. Not true. Life. Not true. Name one. Not true. Name one. Not true. Name one. I can name several. Okay, but I'm I just won't. asking for one. I I can name several, but mm-hmm. I won't. So like I said, I know all you brothers no, out here no. are trying to be in your kids' lives. Not none. Your baby mama acting crazy. No, she you trying act to crazy the kid guess what? As, a as soon as she tell you, yeah, I'm pregnant. Deuces. It ain't my baby. Bullshit. Everyone Thanks. be like, especially especially no. black men. Black men be like, <laughs> I, I don't even care if that baby not my. I'm going to take care of yeah, you and that baby. Whatever. You know how many times I heard that shit on uh, Judge Judy? And, yeah, yeah. Jerry Springer. So we be looking out, man. We be yeah, looking whatever. out. So all y'all brothers out there that want to get uh, custody of your children and not pay these exorbitant rates in child support this is the episode for you hmm. so let's discuss so. custody of children what are the different types of custody you be getting custody and you don't be getting custody so well, that's like two types <laughs> <laughs> well, well isn't there a uh, joint custody well that's and- that's okay so we're being technical since we're being all legally and everything there is physical custody and there is legal custody. Hmm. So legal custody is basically what the court says or who the court says or how the court says this child is able to be managed. Physical custody is who the court says Right, who they live with, who has primary care for, um, and in Louisiana, physically, as far as physical custody goes, in Louisiana, um, you're either named as the domiciliary parent. That just sounds like some sexual type of shit. (laughs) And basically, that means you, and, and the reason why most people want to get physical custody of their child is depending on who has physical custody. It's these baby mothers that's trying to keep the fathers out of the kids' lives, Not true. And again, I stand with y'all fathers. You know what? You got to do what's best for the children. Sometimes (laughs) what's best for the children is to be with a father. A woman can't raise a man. Really? And wait, so a a man can raise a woman? Uh, probably. No, probably. No, probably. No, my brother didn't have any uh trouble doing so. No, probably. All I'm saying is, sons. I I I truly believe that though. That sons should go with fathers. That is as long as the father is willing. But listen to what you said, Mm -hmm. and and once again, this patriarchal society that we live in, because you never said it. You said I don't speak Latin. You said. A woman can't raise a man. Correct. I but you never said a man can't raise a woman. Did you not hear my monologue? I, I actually that, had a mon. I had a monologue today. Wait, y'all. wait. My monologue was, was I stand with <laughs> the fathers that are trying that, to get custody of their children because I'm sick of this screwed up, twisted, chopped, and Humpty Dumpty ass off the wall. Who is you all? Who is you all? Men, we we live in a patriarchal society. Okay. Women and women and make the rules. 
Yes, they F-Y did. Freaking the I. dude that signed this shit nah, actually nah. in nineteen women. Oh, hold did on, not I might get the, the I might rules. get the year wrong, but in nineteen forty three, the child support system was developed because of a judge getting a blowjob at the time. And the woman said, Wait, really? you know what? Really? You should make sure mothers get paid. <laughs> you stupid. And he was like, yeah, that sounds good to me, baby. You so, um, really dumb. <laughs> that's what had happened, man. But like I said, I'm standing with the fathers and there is two women in this room. Well, one's questionable, but, um, mm. there is one yeah, woman. Just in because this room. I'm pan gender. It's all good, man. Pan, I accept that pan trans. <laughs> I accept um, that. All right, so you got physical custody, legal custody. So, so physical custody and legal custody. Get into joint custody and supervised. As far as legal custody is concerned, you can have sole custody, which means only one person, whatever, whatever parent that has that, has the right to legally decide things. Um, or joint custody, meaning legally both parents can kind of control but the physical custody is where is that because basically if the child is in your physical custody you have the right to make day-to-day major decisions as far as that child is concerned now i saw this youtube video or it was something on social media where a mother left the state with Mm -hmm. the child Mm -hmm. Now, the father went to that state's court, was got there a custody? custody of the child, even though the mother and the child had left the state. So when she came back, the child was his and she could not leave the state again with the child. Right. Well, see, I was about to ask if you knew whether or not a custody order was in place before she left. Not because, before she left, no. All right, because most of the time when you have situations like that, the parent that has physical custody of the child and is seeking to relocate the child has to basically petition the court to do so. And that's, that's what it sounds like this guy did. There was no custody order, but because she basically ran off with the child because what, what the court wants as far as custody and visitation and and everything like that, they want to foster relationships between parents and children. So, if I live in Louisiana and you live in California, how can I have a relationship with my child? FaceTime. Really? I'm just saying that's no. one that's one no. way. That no. is one way. No, I can't touch you. We're not supposed to touch you. Yes, we are supposed to no. touch our children. No. Hugs and kisses. No. Anyway, I don't believe so in that shit. <laughs> so as far as like I said, legal custody, physical custody. You always want to be designated as the domiciliary parent. If you are not married. Even if you are. If, if, you, if you're getting a divorce and nah, children are involved. If you, if you married and you happily married, we don't need this shit, right? No. This is only when the marriage falls apart or you've never been married and some party is trying to use the child as leverage. Okay, that would be the woman. All no, right. that would be the man. Why would a men don't do that shit? Yeah, because men don't take care of their responsibilities. Bullshit. Bullshit. Mm. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. That's why they have wait, so wait, many wait, women wait. out there oh, that's oh, on let me, let me assistance with food let me and ask you housing. A let me ask you a question that is not rhetorical. Did you keep a roof over your head growing up? My parents were married and okay. they lived in the so same house. you just said... Parents we can run it man. back that you, you said man. men don't take care of their children. And you just said that all women use their children as a paycheck. Damn. I did not say that. Yeah, now you're putting words yeah, in my mouth. No, I, I said leverage. I paraphrase. I said le- See, this is exactly why. This is exactly why y'all need me on this show. Not because <laughs> I'm the straight guy. Whatever. So, um, yeah, all men do inherently want to take care Wait, of their children all men see see you just and, made a generality listen, li- that's and, not true it listen to the inherently all no, men that's not true would like to take care of their not children true. however sometimes there are disagreements with their uh baby's mothers or significant others that prevent them from being willing to go above and beyond to do so 
No, there are there are some men that find out that a woman is pregnant and leave. Y'all seen Menace to Society? Leaves. What you calling me for? <laughs> it ain't mine. Man King got fucked up in the end <laughs> of that shit. So that that and that's a realism. That's a reality. There are men out there who are dead beats. They don't want anything to do with their children. Yeah, actually, I think my father was one of them. Well, he wants things to do with certain children and not others. Uh, that's a whole another episode, too. I make a whole. You know what? I'm actually going to start a new podcast called Dan Says Fuck You. <laughs> um, OK, so if there's no custody in order, right, say. Me and Anonymous have a child, no custody order. We do we by default have joint custody or is there just no custody? There is there is no default. So this is what happens. Well, the mother of a child that is born out of wedlock is considered the natural tutor of that child, which means that that mother has. And this is legal, y'all. And which means basically that mother has control over the state of that child. So in let's let's say, for instance, you have a scenario where mom and dad break up. Mom has child. Dad wants to see child and mom says, you ain't seeing my baby. Well, what does dad do? Go to court. Go to court. Wait, because would he be filing for visitation at that point, or would you go no, all you out custody? custody? You do custody, okay? Because you want you want to have papers, you want to have a judgment that gives you the legal right, not only to see your child, but to have some authority over your child. So, does it matter if uh, the father's or one of the parents' names is not listed on the birth certificate? It does matter. Because what happens in that case is most of the time it's in reverse. It's this woman has this child. She's trying to get the father involved. Father doesn't want to be involved. So she goes down to child support and she says, I want to put this dude on child support because he needs to take care of this child. So what normally happens is child support will do DNA tests to make sure that this child is his. And pending the results of the DNA ch- test, this father's name will go into this registry. That must be new because I have seen some instances where a guy was paying child support for a child that was not his. It is. What you mean? What's new? That they get a DNA test for a child support order. No, well, that... I don't know how new it is, but that's basically what happens. Like you go down to child support and they say, you say, hey, I won't put him on child support. The very first thing when that person is served, if they are smart, I need DNA. What? Okay. So maybe the father declines the DNA test. Because they say, this is my baby. And okay, I'm going to do this. So if you don't say you want a DNA test, which... Even if you know it's yours, don't be stupid. Do it anyway. You know Always like, and this is some shit that can actually be bite you in the ass. Tricky too, but always get a DNA test right. on your child. Even if you are married, happily married, and have four other kids, <laughs> of course the woman's gonna look at you like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this your child. You trying to say that this? You trying to say I'm a hoe? You trying? Nah, because I'm not trying the, to say that. But the, we need the husband to be sure. of the mother in the state of Louisiana. The husband of the mother is presumed to be the father of a child that's born mm-hmm. in the marriage. So that keep that in mind when you talk about child custody and child support and things of that nature. Because if somewhere along the lines, this thing goes south, you can find yourself paying child support for a child that is biologically not yours. And what's crazy about that, two people can wind up paying child support. For a child. The daddy and other daddy. Yeah. The mm-hmm. biological father and the legal father. So can oh. can wind up paying child support because that quirk in the law. So there is no default custody. So uh for people out here with children and you don't have any custody orders in place, 
nobody has custody of your children. And I am saying that in the sense of if you were to walk or go to say the father has custody or say the father physically, the, the children physically reside with the father or the child physically resides with the father. And the mother says, I'm coming over to pick my child up and take my child to the movies or, or out to the park or whatever, whatever, whatever. And the daddy says, no. Well, mother has no recourse in this situation because it's like, I'm going to call the cops and say, I want access to my child. And the very first thing the cop is going to say is, do you have a custody order? And that's when y'all call me for the low, <laughs> low price of nine nine nine. We got you. All right. Um. So with that being said, moving on, if both family actually, let me go into a soliloquy. I don't even. Wait, a soliloquy. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Not a scenario. I, I don't even know what it means. I wanted to say that word, soliloquy. So I may be using it improperly, but guess what? You are very improper. Uh, mal <laughs> mal properly. Uh, um, all right. All right, if both ma- family members are deceased, where do the children go if, Wait, if more, X, Y, if and Z? both parents are deceased? Yes. Okay. So uh, there is a situation that I am privy to where a friend of ours had um, a sister who was married to a husband. They had a child. The husband was killed in Iraq. The sister later committed suicide, leaving the child with no biological parents. So the next person in line was the grandfather who lived close by in the area. He said no, huh? No, he didn't say no. He took the kid in and put the kid in private school, was doing pretty much everything for the little boy as far as trying to help him cope. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe they had him in mm-hmm. therapy mm-hmm. and uh, quite a few other things. Mm-hmm. So this went on for a while. And then out of the woodworks comes another family member from another state. And they said, um, my brother this would have been an uncle to the child my brother said if anything ever happened to him and his wife that i should take his kids so the grandfather of course said i got this i got this so the uncle took the grandfather to court and everyone was pretty much sure that the grandfather was going to remain the custodial parent of his grandchild And this is where the plot twist comes in. The judge told the grandfather that you are too old to raise a child, even though the grandfather was still working, still moving around. He was not disabled in any way, shape, form or fashion. But he he elected to go with the younger uncle because the uncle was younger. Now, the problem I have with that is the grandfather could get hit by a bus. The uncle could get hit by a bus. Right. So they like tomorrow's not promised for anybody. So using age as a basis was just kind of fucked up. But then they but looked I'm at sure the, that wasn't that wasn't the only factors that they looked at. No, like, there was the probably, family environment. Right. Because, they also probably looked at the fact that I'm, if I'm recalling correctly, did the did the grandfather live by himself? No, he lived uh, with his mother. Well, his mother lived with him. He was but taking saying, care of his mother. So, so the. Wait, he was taking care of his elderly mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, um, but they did also look at the other family arrangement, which was husband, wife, children. Mm-hmm. So, so a nuclear family. The mm-hmm. judge ruled in favor of the uncle. Now, I could be missing some shit. This happened years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, by my rec- recollection, recollection, come on. Let's say it right. Mm-hmm. Reco- reco- Why can't I say something so simple? Recollection. Uh, that's what happened. So now on to the questions. Just Anne. Mm-hmm. If both family members, if both parents mm-hmm. become deceased, where do the children go? If there are no there are family members or relatives on both sides willing to take them in. So this is what normally happens in that particular scenario. Into the so. Mic. so Whoever is willing to take the children in, the court or Child Protective Services or Department of Health, whoever is handling that particular situation, would allow that person to foster these children. 
Now, if there's a fight, 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 fight. right? If if one person says I'm taking them, another person says no, I'm gonna take them. Then the court is gonna decide. And there there's guidelines. There doors. There, at least in the state of Louisiana, there is there's a specific list of things that the court looks for or that the state looks at to see. They use it, not exclusively, but it's all, once again, as with anything else, it's fact-driven. Case-by-case basis. Exactly. I know, I know y'all get tired of hearing me say that, but in general, it's a truism. So the court looks at factors to determine. It's always, anytime, as I've said before, when you're dealing with a child, it's always going to be in the best interest. What's in the best interest of this child? But the court then looks at factors to consider what the best interest of the child is in do, that given situation. Do they always get it right? No. No. As with anything, we're all human. So we're, Humans are infallible. <laughs> infallible creatures. Right. We are very infallible. Mm-hmm. Everybody except me. I'm Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you're a woman. All right, Lots um, of people do. There are, say there are no known family members or relatives or none willing to take the children in. Where so what basically go? happens in that case, children go to foster homes. Do they keep the children together? I know they say Not, they try to. They try to, right. But it all, it, once again, it all depends on the situation. Especially, I know I've seen cases where they have like six kids and they split the kids up because unless you're putting all the kids in a group home, you know, one family might not be able to handle six kids. They might not have the room to do that. But, I mean, that's a messed up situation where there is no family member that's willing to come forth and take these kids. That actually, And they wind up in the system. But that happens. That happened to one of my cousins and happened to me, too, as a child. Uh, my cousin came, came from a family of three uh, awesome, awesome people, uh, pretty much. She was split from her two brothers mm-hmm. in an attempt, I guess, an adoption. I, I don't know how that shit worked out. Like, I don't know the behind the scenes shit. I just know that she was living somewhere and the brothers were living elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as me, I lived in a homeless shelter when I was like two years old. Now, this shit still fucks me up to this day because I lived in a homeless shelter with my mama and we had family members this was a homeless shelter in the same city that our entire family both extended in blood and nobody was willing. nobody said okay you're in a homeless shelter gotcha but why is that child with you when he could come stay here we can Mm -hmm. so that still fucks me up to this day yeah it happens and i'll be looking at them side eye when they be like oh you're doing so well yeah no thanks to you yeah it's like no but it so it is not a surprise and it shouldn't surprise anybody that happens fairly often because some people just don't want the responsibility of a child man if it's family and i'm gonna put this out here into the world if any of my family members were homeless and had children look yeah if you my crackhead, no, don't put them on the bus because Dan on drugs does not want them. If you a crackhead and you, you know what I'm saying, you might not be welcome, but your kids are more than welcome to stay with me until you can either A, get your shit together or B, don't get your shit together. But children shouldn't have to go through that shit. But again, that's going to be on my new podcast called Dan Says Fuck You <laughs> to Every Family Member Ever. <laughs> and people ask me why I don't hang out with my family, man. All right, uh, that was kind of a sidebar. Yep. Mm-hmm. That wasn't on the list of things to talk about. Nope. Uh, um, you know what, people? I've been trying to get into therapy. and uh, <laughs> If anyone can help him with that, please. Nah, I tried um, please. Talkspace. Talkspace is promoted on every damn podcast that I listen to. So it's like, maybe there's something to this. Nah, man, y'all just doing that shit for the advertising money because Talkspace is a bunch of copy and pasted, uh, pre-written. You can be like, yeah, I I'm feel, about to kill myself. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of suicide and, you know, I just can't get it out of my head. And they'll respond back. Just look at it as the cup half full. 
It's like, what the fuck cup are you looking at, dude? I'm trying. Like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. Okay, that was another sidebar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Dan on drugs has a lot of anger. I have a lot of issues. This, this is why he's on drugs. So, uh, sticking to the list. <laughs> or- <laughs> you, I got a problem with lists too. Like, oh, Lord. Yeah, anything authoritative. That he made up, by the way. Yes. Anyway, um, can the parents have some sort of directive prior to their deaths as to where or who the children can be placed with? Yes, you can. You In a will, you can actually assign guardianship of your children. And I doubt a lot of people actually do that. No, and, and because think about it. Most people don't have wills mm-hmm. because who wants to admit their mortality? I do. I've been asking you for a will for like six months, man, because I'm probably going to end up off in myself. Whatever. Uh, but, yeah. you know, and, and that's especially true. It's sad to say in African-American. Man, I wanted to say. I wanted in African-American communities. Any, and, and honestly, not just African-American. In anything other than Caucasian communities. Well, another thing, too, is millennials. Yeah, millennials, regardless of race or ethnicity, whatever. And and you talk about as well as, you know, a lot of times as far as wills and things of that nature are concerned, it depends on your social economic, mm-hmm. how where you stand on the spectrum. Because most people they think, man, I ain't got nothing. Well, I need a will. See, you think you ain't got nothing until your family members are fighting over right. what you had. Right, exactly right. So, I mean, eight to eighty blind, crippled, crazy. Well, not blind, crippled, or crazy, but still, no. A will is a good thing to have, regardless, and especially if you have children. A will is a good thing to have because, as we just spoke about, you can designate guardians and tutors for your children within your will. Do they have? To be willing uh, participants, the guardians that you, you would, dictate. Yeah, you would want to actually. So I can't just say, y'all want my neighbor three doors <laughs> over to take my kids. That, well, you can say that. You can say that. Now, whether or not it will happen, because as far as a will is concerned, that is just something that you wish. It is not something that is legally binding on the people who you choose to be guardians. Mm-hmm. So you can say, I want X, Y, and Z to be the guardian of my children. And when the will is read, X, Y, and Z said, man, I ain't nobody guardian. Them's baby's kids. You know, put them, be like, put them little bastards in the foster home, <laughs> you know? But so, then, you know, there's people who, um, you know, specify who they want their children to go to for reasons like, you know, they know that this person may be abusive. Like, right. for instance, if, you know, I let's say I had a husband. And he was abusive to me. Mm-hmm. And I died. Mm-hmm. Wait, did, my... he, did he kill you? Maybe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Would, by default, he get those kids? Now. Not if, if he's so, charged with murder exactly. and ends up in jail. I was, I was about to say, if he killed you, However, then there's a difference. OJ has custody of his kids. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that right there. Guess what? He was not convicted. I, I'm just saying he had he was acquitted. He had custody. He was That's acquitted. Just I ain't the, saying he guilty or not. I'm nah, just saying he nah, had custody of his uh, kids. Whatever. All, but yeah, I mean, designating someone to be your child's custodian, designating somebody to be their tutor, their guardian—that's a great thing. Isn't that what? Like, all right, maybe you can help me clear this up. What the fuck are godparents for? Isn't that like what that shit's for? No. What the fuck is a godparent? <laughs> What that that is someone who's supposed to guide you religiously. Seriously? Now we now we we in the African American community. That's the it, person that buy you shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we think about godparents as yeah, if something happens to your parents, you take the kids, and for the most part, you know that's what we do. But um. Man, hold up. How many kids would you be taking? Because this, this would be interesting to see. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no, not no longer a lot, a lot, because most of them are like, you know, hit that 18 mark and then you on your own, Man, son. You probably at home celebrating this shit. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, right about now, I think I have two, actually, that are juveniles. 
Man. The last two. So, uh, man, you're going to have to edit that. You you need to learn how to recover. See, Carolina law stipulates (laughs) that. Man, I'm just saying, all these people that uh, I have become godparents for don't have. Man, look, y'all better be alive. In all honesty, kid probably wouldn't be no different in your custody or in (laughs) Carolina statute says um, whatever. All right. So uh, what if, all right, let's just move on to, do you need a custody order as a single mother or father with no contact with the other parent? If the children, if the children are living with you, once again, don't rock the boat. The only time that you would want or you would see a custody order is if you're trying to get child support. Because most of the time, like I started talking about this, but most of the time what happens is this. Female is trying to get child support from this male who's knocked her up. Well, he won't be an asshole and be difficult. Okay, so if I'm going to be paying, I'm going to see this person. You know, I'm, I'm paying money every month. I'm get so they counter sue for custody, which is just another way to stick it to somebody. So mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, I'm paying child support, I'm getting visitation. And along with that, actually, if you pay over a certain amount of support for that child, taxes come into that because you can put in a child support order your right to claim that child as a dependent on your tax return. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's another little... Uh, let me tell y'all something. That shit can help you tremendously. <laughs> child has to be under 16. And if you do file a child, uh, you know, we are going to have a tax episode in the future. But if you do file a child that is not your son or daughter, they are your son or daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um a co-parent who the child lives with. So that would be the same as a single mother or father, but there is contact with the other parent. Well, this see, is in, one of those situations where you don't want to rock the boat. Right. See, in, in either of those, because the thing is, is you don't know what daddy is. Daddy has no contact with the child. But now you start getting salty and saying, man, he go pay something. In those situations, you see stuff backfire because you may not want this dude to have contact with your child, but now he does and he has it legally. And then you can be placed in contempt of court if you don't follow the visitation schedule. So, yo, why do they have people picking up kids at like the seven 11 and the gas stations and shit? Like because that? it's neutral territory. Why you does know, because, that matter? Because it, it because people, some men and some women are bitches. Cause I don't want you. I don't want to go. You ain't bringing my child to your house, and I don't want you to pick him up from your mama house. We go pick him up from right here, and it's because acrimony. Yeah, you can't. You can't be craziest shit I ever seen was I was riding with my pops one night. He said, "Oh, I gotta go pick up." Uh, now this was when I was older, but he's like, "Yo, I gotta go pick up my uh kid, right?" Bet. All right, let's roll. Pull up at the police station, and I'm like, "Hold up, nigga! You trying to get me locked up? Fuck! You trying to pick up a kid from where? Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> them people said that we have to meet at the police station. I'm like, what the fuck? Was he violent towards her? Or no. Did she what had happened he was, was he used to pick the child up at the house. The chick was strung out on crack, and um, her brother was also strung out on crack who mm-hmm. lived at the house. My father was putting the baby, this was baby at the time, into the car seat in his truck. The brother came up and pushed my father while he was holding the child. Mm. Now, my father, uh, I mean, I don't really speak very highly of him, but what I can say is I do appreciate his temper because I believe <laughs> that I inherited you that. You have the same one? That dude reached under his seat. Most people would think I'm going for he grabbed a gun. Nah, he grabbed one of them old school mechanic flashlights and basically bashed the dude's skull in. (laughs) The dude almost died. So uh, they went to court for that shit. And 
as a so, result. He like, actually went to jail for that. He too. got violent. Like I said, he, he went got to violent. jail. He defended himself and went to jail because he used excessive force. force. And I say, if the person is still breathing that attacks you, it is not excessive. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you can beat them to the point where they're just barely alive. And as long no. as they're breathing, is no, good. if they're breathing, you have not done enough. <laughs> okay. So, uh, see co-parenting other parent prison or jail if the other person's in prison or jail custody order probably doesn't matter right yes it does because if this person is in jail you can you can i've i've seen cases where they you know they ain't got shit to do in jail so Mm -hmm. let me start filing some this and that and other and they have not forced but Court has ordered child to visit parent in jail. Mm. Now, now this is a crazy story I saw recently where the court. Nothing is crazy in 2017. That's true. Um, But it was shocking to me. Um, The court had documentation that a father was abusive towards his children. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had a a order to where the father had visitation. The mother was held in contempt of, uh, of court, of court for not not following through on the visitation order. Wait, hold on. This story, is this the one that was on? Uh, Wait. Okay. So you left a few things out. The father was not able to see his kids because he didn't have any visitation because he was abusive towards the kids on paper. He filed an appeal and they had a secret meeting mm-hmm. that so, um, overturned that appeal. The so, mother, it was an, so it was an ex parte, which means it was out of court. Out of so court. they had an ex parte order that basically, what, purged the... Got, mm-hmm. it, got, it rid, got of rid of the, abu- the suspicion of abuse. abuse. Mm-hmm. So the mother was not aware of this. The mother's attorney was not aware of this meeting. So the father shows up to get his kids. They call the police. Still on the assumption, right? That protective order. They okay. call the police. Police show up. Father's like, "Look, boom, read it, bitch." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the kids are yelling the whole time. This shit is all on video. I don't want to go with him. He's abusive. I don't want to go with him. He's abusive. Police said you're going with him. You and have the police to. sent that's him. It. I mean, you can't. And that's why I said court orders rule. And the the sad thing is, the, the literally all the dad had to do was. Write a statement saying, I am not abusive to my kids. No. Period. No I mean, proof, nothing. I mean, was was this a Caucasian person? But of course. Of course. Hmm. Why wouldn't it be? Mm-mm. Because a black man would be like, shit, you don't want me to see my kids? <laughs> but again, I stand with you, fathers. <laughs> um, all right. Da-da-da. What reasons would you want to pursue a custody? We kind of already went over that. Right, we did. What because are... you, want, you want to have, it for example, even though it's a bad example, because he had this custody order, the mother was filing contempt. Because if you want to, if you want seriously to have a relationship with your children, and you and the mother are not together, and she is proven difficult, or he is proven difficult, and just FYI, most bitches are difficult. Whatever. Wait. Most women are difficult because y'all as men make about, them I ain't difficult. talking about women. I'm talking about bitches. Tupac says the difference between <laughs> bitches, hoes, and women. Keep your head up, sisters. Yeah. Nah, anyway, so. Shit. So, honestly, it's because you want to have a piece of paper that the judge has signed giving you the right to do what you, visitation. what Giving you the right to do what you're doing. And. You can get the law involved if these people are not allowing you visitation. Okay. Now, what are some of the caveats that common people wouldn't expect or know about shit when it comes to uh, custody? Well, we said we we said we alluded to one earlier that you can wind up paying child support and having custody of a child that's not yours. If you don't act fast enough. Act quickly. You have one year from the time that you su- suspect that this child is or not you, yours. Or the you time should have known. known. Which means if me as a brother got this little Asian baby, <laughs> uh, I got one year from the time I see this baby. 
All right. So custody for women. Um, Top reasons women file for custody. I'm going to throw this one out here. Like uh, child support. Afro Becky was talking about. No, the father's abusive. Oh. Uh, you want to keep your children as safe as possible. Most people do. That's pretty much your job as a parent. Uh, You want to you got an abusive spouse, abusive husband, abusive partner. And that's when you want to file for sole custody. If you can prove if if your husband has been abusive and you've been a victim of domestic violence and that's documented. Most of the times what you want to do is file for sole physical and legal custody because you don't want some violent person to have any sort of say in your children's lives. So in order to file for sole, physical, legal, all kinds of custody, uh, what do you do? Do you seek out an attorney? Is this something you can do on your own? You go down to the courthouse, fill out some forms? It's something that you can do on your own, but you will want to consult an attorney because arguing for sole custody, because, excuse me, what the, the default is joint custody mm-hmm. as far as legal custody is concerned. That's, that's the default. Until, unless you can show the court that this other person having custody is not in the best interest of the child. So I can go into the courtroom and lift up my shirt and say, she stabbed me right here, <laughs> right here. Oh, this is a lighter burn. Um, right. If you can, if you can prove that there has been violence against you and the children, that weighs heavily in your favor that the court will grant you sole custody or what I've seen the court do is grant custody, joint custody, physical custody to the mother or the father, whichever one and visitation. But the visitation would basically be supervised, supervised, depending on the severity of the violence. So custody for men, Top reason why men file for custody. Because they don't want to pay child support. I'm going to throw this out. Yeah, that that would have been it. Like, I remember when my mother took my father uh, to court for child support. I was probably like 13, 14 at the time. And uh, his immediate reaction was to file for custody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I barely even know this nigga. Why the mm-hmm. fuck am I going to go stay with him? Yeah, he, he lost that. Um, right. It's basically, like I said, it's because they're trying to get physical custody of you because if i have physical custody now the other person have to pay me child support Mm -hmm. what is a good defense i mean are there any defensive tactics when a mother spitefully put you on child support i mean wait what is spitefully putting spitefully um i am angry at you i'm upset that you've moved on there's no such thing as spite if you you created this child with no, this mother? Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. The reason she's doing it has nothing to do with the child. The reason <laughs> she's doing it is because she is angry at the man. Not because the man's not taking care of his children. Not because he's not visiting. Oh, wait, so here's the thing. Can he prove that he has been caring for this child? Yeah, because they say it all the time, I, especially where I work. I take care of my kids. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. That is something that I have told people before. If you are not court ordered to pay child support, yet you are giving whomever money in Keep support of your receipts. children, do it via money order. Do it via cancel checks. I wouldn't do cancel checks because you don't want these crazy people knowing your account numbers or whatever. Thing but is, with the money orders, even though, can you prove what that was for? This is what you do. And, and this is what I tell them to do. There's always there's a line on the money order that tells you or you say for and who you write it to. So mm-hmm. I just wrote Dan on drugs, a five hundred dollar money order for support of the kids. I sn- I make a copy of it. I send it certified because I want to make sure that you get it. And then when you get it. I can get records that you cashed it. Now, after it's in your hands, I know what I've given it to you for. So what you choose to do with it afterwards, but always it's all it's all about documentation. So if you go to court and this spiteful person says they ain't never showing up to visit 
They ain't never paying nothing. But I walked through with three years worth of receipts that show when it came time for Christmas, I bought presents. I bought uniforms. I bought school supplies. I gave money. Whatever. Whatever I did. And it's sad to say, hey, document everything. Man, that's a lot of shit. But document everything. And because the thing is, is courts love paper. If I can prove something. That is a lot of shit. Like, if I want to send homeboy some tennis shoes, man, let me do this, do that. Like, I can see why people don't do it. Even if you know to do it, it's just. Because it's, it's grievous. It's onerous to actually document everything. But, because, tell you what happened to somebody that uh, is near and dear for five years took care of this kid. Every time the mother called, sent extra money. Mm. Basically put himself on child support. It wasn't court ordered. There was nothing documented anywhere in any, any jurisdiction. Sent X amount of dollars a month. You know, showed up. Cash. Anytime the mother called and Wait, said... Wait, was he a drug dealer? Said that um, the child needed extra. Like, need shoes. Need this, need that. Bought it. And then brought it. Did all of that. Five years. Then, got a new woman. Mm-hmm. And talking about some who could be spiteful. We we getting married, and baby mama found out, and that's when the drama started. Mm-hmm. So then, goes in the court. It's been five years, and he's never taken care of his child. So he got back child support. Hmm. It's been it's been five years. He's never taken care of his child. He's never done this. He doesn't want to have anything to do. What do you have to show that you did it? Nothing. And I had been telling him the whole time, document everything. Even if it is simply, you got a cell phone, take, take a, a picture. picture. <laughs> You're going to be doing selfies anyway. You know what Come I'm on. saying? <laughs> take a picture of the things that you're buying. Mm-hmm. Take a picture when you go and you're giving money. Money in hand, click it. That is some shit. But yeah, so in the end, she definitely got paid because from the point where she asked for child support and then to the point where the court actually ordered it, then the crazy thing is, is, you know, in the state of Louisiana, and I think we're going into that about how child support is actually... um, Determined. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the court, it, it used to be all willy-nilly, but court now is all, it really is income-based. So That's yeah. fucked up. Well, let's get through this and then get into that. Um, how likely is the court to rule in favor of the father? It depends on, like I said, in, in Louisiana, there there are factors that the court uses to determine what's in the best interest of the child. And for the most part, let's kind of go over these. Just a, just a little, not a lot of them, but Have some. a job. <laughs> not necessarily. So the love and affection and other emotional ties between each party and the child. The capacity and disposition of each party to give the child love, affection, and spiritual guidance and to continue the education and rearing of the child, the capacity to provide food, clothing, medical medical care, and other material needs, the length of time that the child has lived in a stable, adequate environment, and a desirability of maintaining that environment, the permanence of the family unit. So basically it's like if the mother, or let's say the father, since you're talking about the father in custody, say the father has had, control of these children or this child for two and three years and then all of a sudden you know mama gave him up and two years three years down the line four years down the line mama come bouncing back in town i want my child back now you gotta fight me and if this child is well adjusted if the father is providing a safe environment for that child 
court is going to use, like I said, going to use that to decide. And I don't know. Now she might get visitation. But if that child is in a stable environment and they've been there for a while, grades are good. Child is happy. That's it. Court now, is not just going to check them. What if the father is not living with it or the children aren't living with the father? Then, I mean, the burden of proof is on the mother as far as these kids are adequately cared for, yada, yada, yada. So where would the children be living? So with say, the mother. They're right. living with the mother. So here, so here it is. The children are, are in, the, in, the, in the woman's custody, in the mother's custody. And father comes in and says, I want custody of my kids. Now you have to prove that this woman is unfit. Because, mm. I mean, the lint. So show that me, is show me impossible, why. though, because I've actually seen this numerous times, as I'm sure you have. It's almost impossible to prove a mother is unfit. No, it's possible. It's possible. I've seen them strung but, out on right, drugs. But I was about to say, in situations like that, if if the children have been with the mother, and that's a big factor. It really is. It, it weighs heavily. If the children have been and, and notice I said in when I was reading some the factors, some of the factors, it said adequate home environment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say stellar. Spe- yeah. You know, spe- it says adequate. So even if this woman was living in a project on food stamps and whatever, and then she gets addicted to drugs, if they've been living with her for 10 years or more, and the father comes and say, now nah, I want him. Well, where you been for that length of time? Mm-hmm. You know, so now what I what what the court is want to do or what they, they're most likely going to do, I can put you in a drug treatment program. You know, I can temporarily so allow this person. Be an emergency order of custody. Right. You know, I can temporarily allow this person to, to maintain custody until you clean yourself up and Here's the guidelines. I give you this X, Y, and Z. You do that, children go back. Once again, I've seen where three years ago by and the children is in somebody's alternative custody and the mother will get cleaned up and present that to the court and the court say, here you go, mm-hmm. have them back. Hmm. All right, last question. Can a registered sex offender who has an order not to be around children, be around their own children or even have custody of children? um, If not, do they lose all parental rights? In that case, they're not going to have custody. Well, let's say. Let me say they may have legal custody, but they're not going to have physical custody. And as far as visitation, it's probably going to be supervised if it, because even they have rights. They have parental rights. If parental rights have not been terminated, they have rights. So it's basically the court balancing this person's right to have a relationship with their children with the public interest of, mm-hmm. you know, this person is a known sex offender and X, Y, and Z. So in that particular situation, not that I've seen, but I've read that the courts will give that person supervised visitation. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the headlines, missing child support. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado man pays child support late, mm-hmm. but the mother never got it. So well, no, I, I read the story. Mother got it, but didn't get all of it. And what happens is, um, especially if you're on other government assistance, like AFDC, if you're on AFDC and then you start. Wait, what the fuck is AFDC? Aid with family, aid for families with dependent children. Damn, I was about to say something completely different. <laughs> as but far if, like if you're if you're on certain government assistances and you all of a sudden start getting child support, what the court will do or what the government will do is offset that to repay the assistance that you've received. That's not with every program, but certain programs, they will take that money back because it's like, 
okay, we've been paying for your children. Now he's paying for them. We want you to reimburse us. So, all right, I have a question for that. Let me actually read the clip here. Colorado man pays child support late, but the mother never got it or got a portion. Therefore, Mm -hmm. the state kept it because the mother is receiving other state assistance. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, she waives her right to collect back child support. Mm -hmm. A Freedom of Information Act was submitted to find out where the money went. And the Freedom of Information Act was denied on the grounds that it was confidential. So um, now. You said that because she's on these assistance programs that she doesn't get all of it for because we're helping support your child. Now, mm-hmm. wouldn't you be paying that amount regardless of whether the man pays back child support or not Wait, or late child paying, support or not? We'll be paying what amount? Whatever assistance she's getting. Let's well, say. See, but but sometimes when you start receiving child support, they cut off certain assistance. Mm-hmm. Like, as I said. If for years you've received aid for families with dependent children and all of a sudden you find your baby daddy and or they find your baby daddy and he starts paying child support, a certain portion of that will go towards reimbursement of AFDC. Um, According to the story, though, what happened in his particular case is that he paid double. And so. What they did was the amount that she was supposed he was supposed to pay for that month went towards Pain. her. Any overages they put towards what she what the assistance that she received, reimbursement for that. So that's that is the way when I read the, the article, that's the way Colorado has their law situated. That's how they have it set up. Man, that's fucked so up. So anything that is not the amount, the monthly amount. They can use it for reimbursement purposes. All right. All right. <laughs> Ask an attorney. Currently, ain't you supposed to be reading this? You want to read this? No. Uh, Don't get mad at me because you didn't read the big ass note on the screen. All right. Uh, Michael in New York. I love the podcast. Dan on drugs reminds me of my brother, son, who is currently incarcerated for a scam. Where yep. he started mm-hmm. a fake nonprofit. That's you. Fuck that is you. Mind. Whatever, man. You want to know how he did it? Shit, I don't want to know how his ass in jail. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it at that. My baby's mother got her landline and cable in my three-year-old son's name. I bet y'all can't guess guess what color we are. Yeah, you're right. We can't, Michael in New York, uh, with a brother that's in jail for starting a fake nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> um. The cable and phone got cut off because she ain't pay her bills. Well, this fuck my son's credit up before he even gets credit. Can I report her sorry ass to someone? Yes. I, well, let me say this. I, because I thought about this one. So this is what I would do. I would go down to the police's statement. In all seriousness, that's identity theft. And she is basically stolen your child's identity because of course your child is not old enough to fill out any information that would put cable or lights water gas or what any utility in their name so she's basically stolen your son's identity he did say son right Mm -hmm. okay so see and that shit happened coming up in my neighborhood all the time time. now That does raise a very good question, though, is will it affect his son's credit if and it and it could and it could. Absolutely. Now, why don't they have systems in place to check and see that this person that is signing up for Time Warner Cable is like (laughs) seriously because they don't care. You know, they, they really don't. But what I would do is I would try to file charges against her for identity theft. That sounds like a bet. You hear that? Was it Mark? Marcus. Michael. Michael in New York. Man, let me tell you something, Michael. First of all, I ain't never scammed nobody. (laughs) I ain't never start no fake nonprofit No, but you tried. And uh, that whole fundraiser incident was just blown out of proportion. (laughs) And nobody got hurt, bruh. (laughs) I man. Word, son. 
right, that's been another week of Black Law and Legalize. And of course, I am Dan on Drugs since we did not introduce ourselves. Uh, and we, they know who we are at this I, point. I if they don't know so. who we are, they got problems. New listeners, man. Oh, I just want to make sure they know I am Afro Becky. You All are. Right. All, All right. right. Afro Becky that Afro Becky that don't read the screen. And I am Justin. You can follow the show on Twitter at Black Law Podcast. Email us at blacklawpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me personally. I am Dan on Drugs. Oh, yeah. And you can follow me, even though I don't want you stalker bitches following me. But still, you can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies. Stalker bitches, you're more than welcome. (laughs) Peace out, people.